Hello and welcome to another episode of Ask the Accountant, We Have Cool Friends. Today we're being joined by Max from uh, Cresco. Uh, Max has been in the industry for four years now. Years now. Five, yeah. So Max works at Cresco. Uh, we'll go into deep dive into what he does now, what Cresco are bringing to the table for the accounting world at the moment, what they're looking to do in the near future. Um, and we'll, But first, we're going to have a chat with Max about what his background is to understand why he's one of our cool friends. Nice. Cool. So, Max, give yes. us a brief introduction into the world of Max, what you do yep. now, how you got into the industry, sure. and go from there. Yeah, definitely. Um, so thanks for having me, first of all. Uh, I've known Always you guys welcome. for a while, so it's all right. It's nice being back. Um, yeah, myself, I started at Dext. Originally, I actually studied to be an engineer. Um, and I actually had f um, modules in accounting. So could have gone to the accounting route, but I didn't. I uh, went into the engineering route, which is probably fairly similar in terms of mathematics and so on. I don't know. Um, and then realized that engineers don't talk as much as I would like. So I then fall into engineering sales, started out there in, in London, and then found my way to Dext, uh, which back in... 2018 well dex was receipt bank originally there yeah as you guys know probably went through the rebrand yeah i started out there there's probably about 50 people so it was still quite a small operation here in the uk still starting in bookkeeping automation so that was really cool kind of the first of the year and then um after being there for about three years uh had a knock on the door from ralph so our co-founder here at credsco and he said hey we're doing some cool stuff with payments looking to tap into the world of accounting uh, what did you say? And I was like, okay, let's have a look. And since the last two years, we've, yeah, we've, we're an account to account payment solution, mainly based for invoicing payments, but also, um, your bill payments, payroll suppliers, which is our fairly new product. Um, but there was this small niche in the market. And I feel like there's a lot of buzzwords at the moment about payments. What's open banking? What's payments? How can I look after my supplier payments? All that type of stuff. And that's where, yeah, we, we kind of all started out. That's Cool. Brief overview. Sounds good. Just let's let's just go back a little bit to where you were saying about your time at Dext. Yeah. So what part fill us in the history? Like what were they doing at that point? What was their kind of main focus? Everything else? Yeah, Dext. Well, Receipt Bank back in the time. So I don't know if you you both use Receipt Bank. Do you not? Okay. Cool. We've got no auto entry. Uh, no. <laughs> might have some listeners on it. Um, so Receipt Bank back at the time, the, the main core aspect was. How can I automate the bookkeeping for accounting practices, bookkeeping practices? How can I get my clients to upload the receipts, digitalize them, which was fairly new back then. I mean, we used to talk about the shoebox of receipts. How do you currently do that? And I was quite amazed at how manual the process was back. And it, this is even talking about four years ago, 2018. Most of the accounting practices didn't have anything in place for that. And that's where Receipt Bank kind of came in. The app was very basic. Um, it was two screens. The the layout of it all was just. I think it was all it was all at the top, um, and there was literally a section for bills, clients, settings, and then each time someone submitted it, they also had a. Uh, this was it. Cut it got cut out just before I arrived. Is where they could you could still send an envelope to Receipt Bank. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> And they would go through the receipts and do it for you. So that was kind of where it started out. And then they developed the mobile app, which we still use actually internally for Cresco for our yep. expenses and whatnot. Um, 
and they extract all the information, puts it through, and just you can put as many clients on as as we wanted to. But it was mostly used. What I was surprised at is I saw great value in putting the clients on it, but there was a lot of practices that just use it as an internal tool completely, mm. um, which we're also seeing the payments now. Yeah. However, payments are probably a hundred times more risky. It's like, can I get access to the client's bank account? You probably don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, so, so can I ask one question then? So yeah. receipt bank, I, exa- I know exactly what that means. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I, I, I get that. Yeah. Explain to me what DEX means. Go for so, it. Oh God, I was I would probably be fired at Dex if I didn't know that. So Dex was a massive secret from all of you guys until like the launch date of where the whole app changed, all the marketing changed, oh, the yeah. website changed. The uproar in the industry was phenomenal. <laughs> like you, you woke up in the morning and your clients were emailing you saying, "What's this Dex app on my phone?" All of a sudden, yeah, I yeah. don't know. What is your stick stuff on your phone? <laughs> and the and the orange. So they kept the orange, they kept the white, um, and that was, like, great. But when they launched it, they only told the – we got told a week before as a sales team. So I was on the new business team. We had the account managers. Um, they launched it. We hadn't prepared anything, any collateral. Like, even for you guys, it's, like, loads of people – looking back at it, all the account managers that called it D-Day because the amount of phone calls and the uproar, as you said, for like the next two weeks was just like, so I've got receipt bank stickers all over my windows, on my websites, everything. And you've just suddenly decided to change it to Dex. Um, and to come back to your original question, Aaron, I think Dex stems from two words and I can only remember one and it was dis- Dexterity. And I can't remember the other one. Yeah, but- Dexterity was the one I always remember. Yeah, and someone tried to coin the phrase of it's the Dex generation. Yes, it's and like, they still use it. Like, Dex oh, yeah, generation. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's on most of their marketing collateral. I mean, they do. They did a fantastic job, but I think it was just kind of pre-handled a little bit. Um, could it be better? It's um, it's now a much more vaster ecosystem. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. just receipt bank. Yeah. It's, they've got it. So yeah. that. it is an amazing app. Like they have done some cool stuff on it. It's incredible. Like that, Dex saves my, my firm so much money every month. Yeah, in time and labor and entering data, it's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. like you know, we've got auto publish rates of about sixty percent. Nice, and we're putting four to five thousand documents a month through. So it's in, an incredible tool, and it's just a shame they've always never been brilliant. Dex or Receipt Bank, yeah. as they were known for just their marketing thought patterns. So like. We're just going to change a whole brand and name overnight and you're going to wake up to it and go, what? Yeah. Um, Please don't put the name into Google. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it took them ages to actually get the, the SEO for Dext up because when you put Dext, the first thing that comes up is Dexter because it's such a big TV program. Yep. And everybody was like, and then we had a massive problem with emails as well. Oh, that was probably something that, um, because all of our emails got changed from receipt bank to Dex within the day one, like imagine the amount of emails that were inbound and then outbound from the team, Google outlook, everybody was like, wait a minute, this is, this is spam. Like Dex.com yeah. just shouldn't exist. It's like, why is it gone? And then the IT had two weeks of just problems of us. We had like emails bouncing, the account managers can reach out. So yeah, that, that was fun. But I, yeah, what they've built now is, is really cool. I still remain quite close, really close to them. Um, we'd love to do something with Dex in terms of payments. Cause I think yep. it's another ecosystem where 
they did back. I don't know if you guys remember, they had something called Receipt Bank Pay. Yeah, they had the, oh, they had the expense card as well, didn't yeah. they? At one point, which was powered by yeah. Capital on Tap. It was, yeah, yeah. So that was that was really interesting because Dex Pay, well, Receipt Bank Pay could have been awesome, but it was two years too early. Yeah, um, it was the same thing because we had the same request from when I was working back there. Is only the owner of the app. So the receipt bank app could actually pay. However, accountants turned around and said, well, I want to prep the pay runs for my clients. Like, how can I prep those pay runs? And that kind of made me tick when I heard about Cresco. Is like, what's the opportunity here for the outsourced finance teams, for the accountants, which in the UK market is very different from the European market where most small businesses go to their accountant in the UK. You go to France, you go to Germany, everybody's by themselves like every business owner looks after their own finances they just go to the accountant i mean like my parents live in france their business the accountant comes once a year to their house my dad gets all the boxes out and he just sits there for a day putting through all the tax and so on does an excel spreadsheet sends it to my dad and says does this look all right he's like probably he's like <laughs> you owe us x and then they do that now so that probably explains why quickbooks france got sacked yeah, yeah. <laughs> so making sense yeah though. yeah um cool i mean there's definitely a space there isn't there like as well as publishing documents to quickbooks or zero do mm. we then put does it automatically auto publish it to cresco yeah and once they're marked as paid in quickbooks or zero does that then mark them paid as in cresco yeah. and then you've got yeah. the remaining ones that you can put into a payment run to send yeah. to your client I mean, your biggest challenge is the banks themselves, yes. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Like you can do all sorts, but yeah. if the bank doesn't allow you to do it, yeah. then it's a not, you know, like yeah. we really want to use the standing order feature in our firm. Yeah. We really want to use bulk payments. Yeah. But majority of our clients are with Starling because it's meant to be a hip new bank yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah. the fantastic APIs and fantastic free bank account. Yeah. And you can't do bulk payments. No. You so, can't do a lot actually on starting, yeah. which is interesting. I think they're closing it up because they, there is a space for banks and the neo bank, and that's why Monzo, Revolut, and Starling have done so well is because you can offer so much more to your clients. But imagine being a dev at Barclays or at HSBC and trying to do a cool app or add something into the infrastructure that they have that's been constructed over 150 years. Yeah. It's going to take you two years just to sort out and find where you're going to put it. And that's what happened with um, open banking, right? It's, it's we go back to probably, I don't know if you guys remember, probably the first time that you turned bank fees on for clients, how accurate was it? Like there was transactions missing. I mean, it's the same one. Screen scraping at the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because they couldn't provide it. And they were the way that the banks have been constructed is just layers and layers and layers of upgrades without having proper infrastructure kind of put yeah. in place and, and dev reviews and how can we make it better? Because why would they? And that's what, and that's why a lot of banks don't like open banking. Yeah. As well. It's made them a lot of hard work, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And cost them a lot of money. And they don't get anything out of it. That's it. It's a huge investment from them yeah. with no gain. No. And they're releasing their, the information that they had sole propriety on yeah. to absolutely everybody that wants to so yeah. they're making we're making money out of the bank's misfortune which yeah. i don't know not too bad yeah cool okay so working at receipt bank now yeah. dex 
Ralph approaches you. Yeah. So CEO of Cresco. Yeah, yeah. Did you know Ralph before this? No, I didn't at all. It how was... how does that come about? So in the accounting world, especially on the vendor side, you probably guys have already told this, it's quite a small space. So everybody knows everyone. Um and once you're in that space, you can get to know the guys from Swoop, from Receipt yep. Bank. I still the guys from Receipt Bank would go to like Capitalize or anywhere else. So the recruiter did like the C suite for Clearbooks. Um actually sent me a, a message on LinkedIn and I was at Dex, so it was locked down. We hadn't been back in the office for two years, kind of doing the same role. And I was like ready for a new challenge. And he was like, Oh, so yeah, this new founders on the block, he's just kind of uh finished his last venture and has started up this payment infrastructure so there's a new kid on the block yeah so yeah ralph new kid on the, block. the recruiter came to me and was like yeah the, uh, ralph was is looking for someone to help basically scale the sales team they, they've constructed some of the app um and they've got this call how to get paid through open banking first of all i was like open banking what and i didn't even know we could do payments through open banking the only thing i heard about is receipt bank pay but when you dive a little bit into it it was they managed to integrate into zero. So Ralph finished his other venture. They integrated in zero and managed to put this pay now button on there. And I was like, this is cool. Um, so I have a and the recruiter being a recruiter, it was like he just wants to have a coffee. I was like, OK, let's go and have a coffee. Well, virtual coffee in the time because it was still covid. And we got chatting. It was supposed to be a 30 minute chat. Ended up to be at about an hour and 15. Uh, got him really well. He gave me a little bit more. And then we went through like the formal um, kind of interview process, like how good are you at sales? Uh, I still don't know how to answer that question. But uh, we got there in the end, started out. There was Ralph, Igor, the co-founders, two devs. Well, one dev, I started, another guy started, uh, who's no longer with Cresco, and then um, another dev a week after me. So there's only four of us. We were in this tiny box office in, in, in Notting Hill. Um, we then started to expand, went after the zero um, app workplace and just started calling accountants. I was like, do you want to get paid for free on your zero invoices? <laughs> um, and I was amazed by the amount of people that said, yeah, why not? Because the the thing is, so, because open banking payments are so new, it like it redirects you into your bank account. So for anybody that's listening that haven't seen an open banking payment before is you have the same checkout screen as like a card payment. It will say, I'm paying Aaron or, um, or ask the accountant 250 quid, the reference of the zero invoice or QuickBooks invoice in this case. Um, it re you select your bank and then it just redirects into your bank account with everything pre-populated and then you just confirm. First time you use it, it can be a quick, bit scary because you're like, oh my God, someone's just redirected into my bank account and put a payment in instruction for 250 pounds right um what happens if it goes to the wrong place but it's 10 times more 100 times more secure than just sending bank details on an invoice and as you guys probably know not loads of accountants and even their clients don't use stripe don't use paypal because the fees are extraordinary that, yep. i mean it's like 2.9 percent right and that's straight on the bottom line we turned around and said you can get paid for free and get a nice button on your invoices with QuickBooks, the integration came out afterwards. How about you give it a go? And it just all stemmed from that. We were calling and calling probably for the first three months. Um, 
I still remember Ralph, the CEO, just cold calling. He was like, no, just please use it. Just please, <laughs> please put it on your invoices. Um, and yeah, it just came from there. So. I think it's that frictionless um, kind of end-to-end -end solution that really gets people talking when they first see yeah. it, isn't it? Because there's nothing worse than you wanting to get paid for something and there's all this hoops that your client or your end customer needs to jump through to make those payments. So. Yeah. In, in the the beauty I found a solution like yours is, like you said, you send the link. That link yeah. then takes you into the bank, and it's all just clicking all through. And yeah. end to end solution just works. And I think that's where there's a secret sauce there, isn't yeah. there? And in, in how it works. And also, when you think about how many times have you gone to check out potentially on your phone and be like, "Oh no, where's my wallet? <laughs> where's my card? Sorry, what is a wallet? Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Everybody has Apple Pay as well. So when you get uh, even to it, I get really frustrated at this now. It's like you go and check out and they don't have Apple Pay or like Google Pay and you have to do something different. So, yeah, the frustrating part of new technology and everybody has their phone on them now. And that's what was cool about open banking payments is you don't have to leave your desk or you can do everything on your phone. Or dig out your bank details. Or dig out your bank details. Or mistype, maybe I want to pay RC accountant a thousand pounds, but I then type in ten thousand pounds. Or even <laughs> probably great for you guys. But every bank will check the bank account number against the name on that bank account. Correct. If someone's put a you know, an apostrophe in there, yep. or a dash, or you know, Someone writes, ask the accountants, and it comes back as this doesn't match. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're suspect. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Do I, do I, it's just time wasting for everyone. Yeah. Whereas with, you know, with open banking, pay you, press your link, it just sends the money. Yeah. And the, the pay verification of pay is something that the banks put in. And it's actually a scheme that the banks have to sign into. And it's only available for banks at the moment. There's talks that, at, this point in time to make like open banking payments so providers like ourselves it a lot more secure so even when you're making because we do accounts receivable but we also do accounts payable is how can i check that I, the supplier that i'm potentially paying for the first time through cresco app is the right person because there's still an aspect of manual input of maybe what happens if i put my supplier payments uh, details of so bank details. I'd love to say QuickBooks, but they can't do that yet. Um, zero or, or anybody else, free agent, and we pull it through. You want to make sure, especially if you're the guys that are the accountants or the outsourced finance director, prepping it for a director. If you then have to turn around to the director and say, sorry, put in the wrong sort code, and it's now gone to, I don't know, somewhere it's not supposed to be, uh, that's where we're trying to reduce as much manual input as possible. And that makes sense, doesn't it? So you keep yeah. alluding to it. Which softwares at the moment are you fully integrated, let's call it, and which ones are you kind of having to do workarounds to get to your solution? So there's two sides for payables, uh, fully integrated at the moment with zero, where it pulls through all the bills, you pay and it reconciles out, so it attaches the payment. And we are currently looking at to do the same with Sage and the payroll providers. Uh, on the accounts receivable side, um, we are fully connected. What that means is when you send out an invoice, there'll be a payment link attached. That could be in various formats. For Zero, it's a button. So we've got Zero, um, QuickBooks, Sage is in beta testing at the moment, which is super oh. cool. Um, this is Sage Business Cloud at the moment. And is Sage giving you the pay now button? They haven't. They've done. They've gone down the QuickBooks route because 
at the moment, the Sage Business Cloud layout is being um, slightly changed and they're actually implementing a way of putting in a payment solution. So once that button has appeared, we have full access rights to it, which is great. Um, but yes, we're encountered the same problem to QuickBooks. Sort of and it's interesting as well, because if Sage are going to give you an option later down the line, you'd have thought Sage would be the most, or the one-on-ones would be the most fighting against, because they've got Sage Pay, I think, on their own platform. Right. So SagePay got sold. Oh, did it really? I'm yeah, it's one. not. Okay. It's not actually owned by SagePay anymore. Okay. Um, there's no like linkage there that they wouldn't kind of want to. They probably would. Yeah. So what's the rebrand now? Is it, it's not SagePay anymore? Was it? No, it's still called SagePay, but okay. I think it got sold a few years back. Actually, okay. um, no, I think it was just a venture that they 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 tried to to go upon, and then it got sold to a bigger probably like WorldPay or something like that. Um, and they're still allowed to use Sage for some reason. And it's the brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a strange deal that one. Isn't it? Why would you change your branding? Yeah, right? Sage have got their names on coffee makers as well. I'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, put the brand they, anywhere. They hurt me every barista. time I make a coffee. <laughs> every time I get hurt. I still remember that post of yours on LinkedIn of a coffee of using your Sage coffee machine. I just went, and we didn't really know each other at this point. Yeah. I just went, that looks overly complicated and overly expensive, <laughs> like its brand name. <laughs> I mean, I would love Sage to send us some coffee machines that'd be great because they're not cheap are they no. that would be great swag to give out at, yeah. <laughs> for events Chris wasn't forthcoming with those when he did this interview in here <laughs> Fully enough no um, so accounts receivable who are we integrated yeah so we, we're integrated fully into um, for accounts receivable at Zero, QuickBooks Zoho Sage and also Client Engager Client Engager is a new one um, so it's and first which is not basically an accounts production or accounts receivable where you typically do your invoices. And it's something that we really wanted to try out because on open banking payments, you can set up standing orders and for client engager, it's, it's great for the, for the proposal, send out your proposals, have a link on it. And then it will just set up like what you would do on go cardless, the recurring payment for the un unlimited amount or maybe 12 months. And it would just, the client could just click on one link. They don't. And the beauty of it, it's still free as well um, because there's no, Direct debit costs because we run on fast payment rails. And, and just to clarify though, would you class it as a standing order or direct debit? Standing order. It is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. flexible. So, yeah, exactly. The, the, it was just when you were saying it was like go cardless. I mean, yeah. Some people do think, oh, okay, direct debit. Yeah, yeah, we always get that. And I think there is a big difference where a lot of people see all these open banking payments and they're like, that would be super cool. And there's there's been a little bit of miscommunication on what open banking payments can do specifically around, you might have heard VRPs, variable recurring payments, which was an absolute buzzword I don't know, four months ago. It was like all the providers, open banking providers started to do VRPs. Yeah, great. Only one bank can do VRPs and that's really? NetWest. Wow. Um, there is internal VRPs. So VRPs started out as sweeping. So I don't know if you got, probably the easiest way to explain sweeping is Barclays, you've got a Barclays bank account and a Barclays card. Technically, they're under the same roof. Your Barclays card is your credit card, but it's still a bank account. And Barclays is your current account. What sweeping does is when I pay Barclays off my credit card at the end of a month, Barclays or Barclays card sweeps from your current account because it's under the same roof and puts it into your account. So sweeping is only variable recurring payments at any time under the same roof and the same name. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. Um, VRPs is like a direct debit model, but for open banking. Everybody's really excited about it because it's it'll be instant, it'll be a lot cheaper, 
Um, you'll be able to set limits. You'll be able to change it every time. But same again is open banking depends on the banks and their implementation. Yeah, as always. As and always. hopefully not that friction what we've got at the moment with direct debit where it's, they have to have the bank account number, they have to have all that and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And that, yeah, that if we can avoid that, that's going to be great. There's other integration though, isn't there? Because I know you've been looking at um, kind of e-commerce side of stuff yes. as well. How's that going? How's that coming along? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, e-com is not a route that we originally go down because we saw that there was a gap in business to business payments because you're typically used to sending an invoice with bank details on. What happens if you get those bank details wrong? Um, it's just not going to go to the right account. And when you look at B2C, I can go to Pret, tap my phone, leave with my coffee. And people are a lot more used to using cards. In business scenarios, you're not because it just bypasses all verification process. So e-com where it's interesting is when you think about it, an online store wants to receive the payments before it ships the goods, especially if you're a small business owner or an e-com provider. You don't want to basically send the goods and then your card payment fails. So you've actually just lost 40 quid because you've sent the goods and the card payments failed. Because it's an instant payment, they'll receive the instructions straight away and they'll receive the funds straight away into the account so they can release it. So it's just a nice client experience and you can do it on your phone and whatnot. Same again, where's my wallet? The quirks that open banking can have is around 90% of single payments complete without an issue. The last 10%, when you think about an e-com store, it's a really bad client experience. So someone's check out and it just fails in their bank, fails in their bank. What happens if they've exceeded their transaction limit of so on? With cards, you don't have that because you can just easily go through. Um, and there's loads of stats out there of if you make your checkout as seamless as possible, your conversion rates go out the roof. Um, and open banking is getting there. It's just not quite there, but it's a very cool route that we're exploring. Awesome, awesome. TBC then. Yeah. yeah, TBC, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So apart from e-commerce, what is the future for Cresco? Obviously, a pay now button in QuickBooks would be lovely. Yeah. But, yeah, what what's next? Future for us. So we just recently released Accounts Payable um, and International Payments. We're yep. really excited about the International Payments side. I know both of you guys have tested it out. So what that means is when you... You strip it down to bases, accounts payable. I have loads of suppliers in the UK. I have loads of suppliers, maybe internationally. I maybe have some payroll employees. When you think about the accounting, is maybe I have some outsource that's happening in, in India or in the Philippines or, 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 or anywhere else. It's like, how can I easily pay those guys without getting whacked by the 3 to 5% that your bank would typically charge? Same again, neobanks are getting a bit better at that. But that 3 to 5% is kind of standard. So you're losing 30 quid or 50 quid um, yep. for every grand that you're sending abroad. We slash that down to about 0.25%, um, which we can do because of the way that the infrastructure is built and we don't have a monopoly on the, account, on the accounts. Cause, um, and we were quite amazed how many people use their bank to send their payments out. Um, so that's something that we're really interested in. We're pushing forward uh, on the accounts payable side, but also on the accounts receivable is how can I get paid really cheaply from the US to the UK, for example, if I have clients or consultants. Um, that's where we, we, we're kind of going in the next year. It's really interesting though when you say that because in my mind, all I can see 
Um, and I don't, and I highly recommend people watch it. But there's that train, yeah, 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 yeah. that you guys did on your, on your it, YouTube channel. It was so funny. Well, the, the the day that that came about, it was we were just all in the office, um, and there was an Amazon package that arrived for Ralph, and Ralph started to open it, and then we just saw loads of like small trains on his desk. We were like, Ralph, what's going on? He was like, I had a thought last night. I was like, Oh God, here we go. He's like. This is perfect because when you think about we use payment rails and that's what we kind of, which is the technical term of which payment rails you use, open banking rails, fast payment rails, card payment rails, Visa MasterCard. And he was like, well, why don't we explain international payments in a really simple turn with a magic roundabout with small trains and me moving them around. And we all looked at him and was like, are you going on? He's broken. Yeah. He's gone. He's finally snapped. Yeah, we were like, we, yeah, we've broken him. It's all right. Right, he needs to go on holiday now. And it was just before Christmas. And he was like, just go. Yeah, take it. Take a week off. Um, And and Jake in our office, he, he does great videos. And he was like, okay, it's filming. So we put a camera up. And he was, and Ralph was like the director. And he's just like, take a shot here, take a shot here. And then just, don't worry. I'll do the script and I'll just push stuff around. And it just came out really well. Amazing! It's such a work, like it's such yeah. a complex topic, exactly, yeah. and it was just put down perfect. Yeah, so we loved it. We loved yeah. it. I keep meaning to do a video, so you you may have seen I've brought an R two D two Lego unit, right? Uh, which I enjoy my Lego, but I looked back at the amount that we've saved by using Cresco, yep, versus PayPal over the years. Yeah, yeah. it paid for that R two D two Lego unit. Nice. And it's like that. That's an analogy to you want to know how much you can save. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. And that that's and that's where we actually um looked at some stats in as well. And it, it's the simple comparison is going from uh PayPal is what 2.7% now for a transaction yeah. if they pay by card, so it's really high. Stripe is a little bit less, but they put their fees up, so it's gone from one point five to one point seven to now one point nine. Um, kept that quiet didn't they yeah i did not notice that yeah <laughs> so all small business owners are like oh there's two percent gone from the bottom line um and when you're only doing five ten percent profit yeah that's a huge cut into that profit yeah 20 percent. you just save 20 percent just by switching over to a new payment system you're giving the same client experience yes a little bit different going through your bank but you're still getting paid you're getting paid quicker there's no mm -hmm. chargebacks and everything's pre-propagated on your invoice. Whereas really interesting is the savings that you can make on international payments if you're doing it through your bank at the moment. So with us, we've got a client that has moved uh, quite a bit of money, but they they let's say it was about 500,000 pounds into US dollars. Um, they normally did it with Barclays. They saved eight and a half grand in one transaction. Wow. Imagine an accountant, so it was an accountant that got this client. She said, can you help me with this? And I was like, absolutely. Uh, two weeks afterwards, she came back and she said, you just saved this client eight and a half grand. So if an accountant goes to their client and said, we saved you eight and a half grand. I, if I was the accountant, I'd be like, well, your fees have just gone up by eight and a half grand <laughs> by the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what's really cool. And I think it opens up thinking back back at my receipt bank days is how can we empower the accountants to be more on the advisory side how can we get the data and payments is a whole new kind of sort of fish that's just opened it's like how can i help or build an outsourced finance function how can i help them with payroll how can i simplify their payments out to suppliers 
and how can I help them manage their cash flow a lot better? So I think for me, like one of the things that make you guys stand out, one of the things that's been so, you know, I'll use the word delightful to actually work with you, nice. is yeah. your team. Like you've yeah. got you've got great um, people within that team that have personality. Yeah. They they all get it. They all want to like, yes. help as well. Yeah. Um, and it's rare these days to have such a, you know, because you are yeah. growing. You've, you're, you're at that stage, but you've still got that stage where you've still got the opportunity to help and, and, and bring yeah. that in. And I think that's where you... And, and it comes from Ralph today, it comes from there. It's that yeah. he knows what he's doing, he knows the sort of people he wants to bring in yeah. and, and, and everything else. The culture, the ethos. That's it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. And I think it's it's really hard to, and especially everybody when they move to virtual, and what what I really liked when I met Ralph, and he, he's very down to earth and he understands stuff. And he can explain, like the train video, he can explain yeah. very complicated things in very simple terms. So for myself, being in sales, I was like, oh, I don't understand a thing that's going on here, but let's let's dumb it down. So in in the way that we try and structure, because payments can be extremely complicated. So the way that even our interview phases go is like, how can you explain a complex problem in the most simplified terms? Um, and when you look at Igor, our CTO, it's like 10 times that. It's like, how can you explain like the backend infrastructure in very latent terms where everybody understands it and he just does it? So the whole interview process that we we put into place um, of bringing on board uh, anybody that on boards onto Cresco as an employee is first of all, you've got to understand the client. The client is literally our number one value at the company. If you don't understand the client, you don't understand the problem, you don't understand what you're building or what you're trying to achieve. I know a lot of people say it, but why why should you care in a very small team? It's like, well, there's 22 of us, even if there's one bad egg, that could completely obliterate a company, right? Mm. Um, it's probably the same for you guys when you built a team is how can we make sure that everybody cares about what they do and the whole way our support structure is built and when we show up at events is like, you've got to always be smiling. It's like, yep. what can we do to help you today? And worst comes to what I think it stemmed from like being a free product is we're not there to sell at the moment. We're trying to educate about open bank payments and then try and get you on board to try it out and then any happy customer will probably stick with you and stay with you and will be a massive advocate um, as long as you provide them the right stuff and being quite nice. So that's what we try and do as much as possible. I don't know. It seems like it's working. It's definitely working. <laughs> definitely working. <laughs> Compared to the, uh, the, you know, some of the rest of the industry, there's definitely a, a shift, isn't there? I mean, yeah. It's, it's good mm. to see. What I find amazing as well is because a lot of you guys only see the front of of cresco which is the sales team yeah um and ralph but back end when you look at igor and the team that he's built of developers it's exactly the same the first question that igor asks in the interview process to a developer have you had any customer experience customer facing experience okay yeah even if it's a restaurant or anything else it just makes you understand it's because if you've always been behind a desk or haven't yeah had someone shout at you for something, even if you've like dropped, I don't know, a chip or like some ketchup on them. It just makes you understand a little bit more of why should I care about this small thing? Um, and it shows in the way that the support is handled is every customer is taken extremely seriously because we're building a product around customer feedback. Is because it's quite new, what can we make to make it easier for you guys? Yep the likes of Zero and QuickBooks and Accounts Productions, it's been around for ages and ages and ages. It's like, what's the next cool product? But they kind of forget about everything that's been going on behind. Yep. 
So you integrate with all these accounting platforms. Mm. For those who haven't come across you before, Max, yes. haven't heard of Cresco or heard rumours of Cresco, yeah. best way to get in touch with you? Uh, live chat on our website, or you can just email us, help at or hello at cresco.com. We also have a direct line, I know. You speak yeah. on the phone. 020-4525-4187. That's how well I know it. Just to clarify, this gentleman does not have any bit of paper in front of him. <laughs> he just rang that off the back of his head. Yeah, yeah. It's been on email so many times. And I think that's it's coming back to, to what we said is the most important thing is you want to speak to a human when something's going on, yeah. especially in payments. Yeah. We're how, how, potentially holding people's money or handling people's money. If it goes somewhere else, you want to know within two minutes. Yeah. How many times you refresh your bank if you're sending in payments, right? Um, so that's where, yeah. Yeah. And the system is incredibly quick. Like mm. nine out of 10 times, my bank tells me I've got money paid from Cresco before Cresco can get the email to me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is incredibly fast. Yeah. Fast payment networks is 90, I think it's like 90% or 92% of it is instant. It can take up to 20 minutes depending on bank checks and regulation checks and compliance and whatnot. Cool. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Max, and giving us a bit of background about you background about Cresco and where it's come from and where it's going i you know we both use it we're both big fans of it and i think any accountant that wants to reduce their own fees mm. by for card processing etc they should be using it but the amount of uk use cases we can find where our clients can use it in yep. a day-to-day basis especially when you start looking at receivables and payables yep. and payroll Yes. It's phenomenal. So, yeah. Exactly. It's- We're really excited for this year. I think there's a lot of new uh, product updates that we've released and a lot of new integration. So, uh, yeah, we'll be around. Brilliant. And I think the other place to see about is all the events. And Are you going to all of them? Or what do you We're pretty much going to... Uh, we're going to Accountex London yep. Digital Accountancy Show and we'll also be at Accountex North. Um, not sure about Accounting Web yet depending on the timings we haven't had that through but those are the main three that we'll be at yeah and, and in our our opinion that's the best place to go talk to them isn't it yeah talk to yeah. human talk to what they you'll be yeah. able to see um and, and it, yeah and at that point you'll be able to see where this can actually fit into your firm and whether that's at the show itself or in the pub after the show exactly that's uh, probably where i've met most of my connections to be honest yeah that, well that's where we've <laughs> we've got to know each other better and yeah. work out where we can implement Cresco in our own practice better yeah. is actually over a pint in the pub. Exactly. Because and the beauty of payments is you don't have to watch a demo for thirty minutes yep. because the platform itself is pretty damn easy to use. Oh, yep. send an invoice, here's a payment link. Great. Paid. Woo. Yep. Finished. Five minutes. Set up and run. Yep. You set up in three minutes. Yeah. You've timed it. Right. Love it. Cool. Well, thank you very much, Max. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah. I look forward to talking to you again in the future. Cheers. Thanks, guys.